0: This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please, open your heart and enjoy the word. It's all to act like it. You ought to shout hallelujah. You ought to wave your hand. You ought to jump, shout, shift. You got to do something. Glory to God in the highest. And you don't know, just your gesture may encourage someone else. Glory to God in the highest. Well, let me dive into the word of God for today. I've got always more word than I have time. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and wave them in the air and wave them like you just don't care. If you love the Lord like I know you do, somebody shout, oh, yeah. Yes, armed and dangerous, got the devil on the run. Say this with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm a doer, not just a hearer. And my life is the better after having heard the word of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's pray. Holy Father, in the matchless, most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this is the day that you've made. We're rejoicing and glad in it. Glad for this opportunity to fellowship around your rich word. Father, we're asking that you would speak a word in season that will change the course of our for real, for real lives for the better forever. Now, Heavenly Father, as my practices, I decrease so that the greater one on the inside of me can increase, none of me and all of you, so that you and you alone will receive the glory, the honor, the praise, the worship, the adoration, and the thanksgiving you so richly deserve. This I ask. This I pray in the matchless, most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and by his blood. If you agree with that prayer, would you shout amen? amen? Amen, amen, and amen. Just this week, we had a prayer request for someone that was experiencing a major surgery, a major surgery, which was like a spinal fusion type of surgery, you know, any little mess up can have you paralyzed when you're dealing with something like that. And the person told me, I asked them as I was praying for them, I said, are you afraid? And they said, no, no, I'm not afraid. They told me that TJ is my inspiration. When I saw that TJ came through his surgery so successfully, that gave me courage to go through it without any fear at all. The day, either the day of or the day after the surgery, they sent me a picture walking. They were walking. I'm just like, glory to God in the highest. I just want us to release our faith in the house for health and healing over every last one of our members, our little ones, and over your own lives. Health and healing has reference more to just your body. It has reference to your mind, your mind and your finances and your relationships. It has reference to your next level. It has reference to anything that's important to you. God, I feel the Holy Spirit. Anything that's important to you. Is important to God. And you better get a revelation that God got you. God has got your back. God has got your back. He has sent angels to go before you. Angels to go behind you. Angels to encamp round about you. To keep you in all your ways. That's a good place to just worship. A good place to worship the Lord. To give God glory. To give God honor. And to give God praise. I remember when TJ went through the spinal fusion surgery, it was a difficult surgery. He was in a lot of pain, and I remember I was telling somebody the other day that Jessica was just a rock star around the bed and how we just made the bedside a place of worship and things like that. It was a scary place for for all of us, but we fought the good fight of faith. We fought the good fight of faith because that is what the Word teaches us to do. We don't just jump and shout for new cars and new homes. We thank God, and we worship God for all the manifold blessings in our lives and when we were going through that painful situation we didn't know anybody was even watching us we didn't know that anybody made that much difference to people but for five or six years seven years down the road Somebody went by his according to his testimony. I'm here to tell you that somebody's watching your life, and your life is a testimonial unto them. Your life because you got up, no matter how many times you got knocked down, you kept getting up. That's an inspiration to somebody. Somebody didn't quit because they saw that you didn't quit. Come on, so let us keep on. Hallelujah, let us keep on fighting the good fight of faith. It's a fight, all right. You might have to cry sometimes, but I will fight and I will win. Are you listening to me? I won't major on the crying. I'm majoring on the fighting. I fight the good fight of faith sometimes with tears streaming down my face, but I won't relent and I won't back up or slack up because all I do is win, 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 no matter what? Glory to God in the highest. Did I do everything that I was supposed to do? Did we do Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1? Then let's recite our core passage of scripture. It's come to be known as the DFC anthem. It's found in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Ready? Go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One more time. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, when is faith? Faith is always now. It can't be postponed to another day. Faith is always now. If it is not now then it's not faith. Would you shout hallelujah? And you can have your seat. I'm going to dive right into the word of God. I'm very, very full today. I'm just going to be moved by the spirit of the Lord today. However, he deems fit and necessary is how today's service is going to flow. As I was in worship I would just begin to lay before the Lord, just prostrate in my spot before the Lord and worship. And he reminded me of John chapter ten and verse ten. It says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I've come, so that you could have life and this life more abundantly. oftentimes in church all we talk about is the sweet by and by So people succumb to living beneath their privilege all their lives, living a tough life, a hard knock life, all their lives with the promise of going to heaven. I need you to get a revelation that that is not God's best for your life. God wants you to live a super abundant life in the sweet here and now. And on top of all that, the cherry on the top is you still get to go to heaven. Now, when I say a super abundant life, I'm not just talking about money because how many know that there are certain things that money can't buy. Because if we could have bought it, we would have been bought that. There are certain things that money can't buy, but it is inclusive of money. But I don't want us to always think about money, money, money. I want us to think about those intangible things, those family things, those familiar things things in our lives that we need to help us to live the sweet life so jesus remember i told you when he went away he laid his life down and he picked it back up on resurrection sunday i'm reminded of the women that went to the tomb and they went early in the morning looking for jesus and when they looked they went into the tomb and they saw the they saw the the linen there like a cocoon but Jesus was not inside they didn't understand what it meant and the two angels told them why are you looking for the living among the dead oftentimes we go back to the last place the last place that we knew of but that is a dead place we're never supposed to go backwards we're only supposed to go forward so there is an overflow of power that happened on resurrection sunday so we cannot possibly look at it as as a once a year event we've got to receive it as a paradigm shift in our lives a holy shift to take us to the next level so the angels begin to talk to the women and said don't you remember when jesus said this this and this then the bible says then they remembered Sometimes the stress of life and the things that we're going through and the disappointments and the hurt and the anguish and all of the things that we have to go through, it will cause us to not remember. The angel had to rehearse it to them. Then they say, okay, now I remember. Now that is what we have to do. When you're going through a difficult season, that is not the time to throw in the towel. That is the time that you rehearse Everything that you know to be true about God. You rehearse everything, that he's a promise, not only a promise giver, but a promise keeper. He's a healer, a deliverer, a savior. He is a provider. He is everything that we need and an abundance beside. So when Jesus ascended, he told the disciples, he said, I'm going to send you back the promise of the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is given to us for a purpose. And that purpose is not to just have good church services. Not to just jump and leap and dance, but so that we can live this life on the next level. We can receive the empowerment, all power, the power from the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, listen to me, is given to you. To stop the intruders from past mistakes and past thoughts and past shortcomings from stealing from you. There are ways within us that are stealing from us. So Jesus came so that the thief could no longer steal, kill, or destroy our purpose. Because God had a purpose in his mind for you before the foundation of the world. Are you getting a revelation? Church service is not just to come to learn how to do the religious stuff that we do church services are designed to coach you in your life to help you to navigate in your life to the next level listen so that you fulfill your purpose let me give you my topic of discussion for today the topic for my discussion for today is prompt promote and permit The Holy Spirit is given to you. Jesus said he's going to send them back. He had to go. He can only be one place at a time, but he was going to give you the power of the person of the Holy Spirit not only will be with you, but will be inside of you, equipping you and enabling you to fulfill your purpose. When people feel as if they cannot fulfill their purpose, or the vision of their purpose has become cloudy, they begin to be hopeless, hopeless and feeling depressed. And that person is overwhelmed with anxiety and panic because there's something big on the inside telling them that there's more to your life than what meets the naked eye. So I'm here today to teach you how to have passion for purpose. There's a purpose on the inside of you. There's a purpose that the whole world is waiting on and it's lying big on the inside of you. And the person of the Holy Spirit has been given to you to prompt, promote, and permit you for passion for your Purpose. Let me define some words really quickly and I'll go into the meat of my message. Prompt means to alert, to quicken, to get ready or get you ready. And prompt has reference to an immediately. We're walking into a season, a new season, another level, another level of suddenlies and immediatelys, a season of better, a season of greater, a season of being a astonished i'm talking to you this is your kairos season this is your season for favor unexplainable favor astonishing favor like the emoji just blow the whole top of your head right on off promote has reference to encourage to encourage you the holy spirit is to encourage you listen to improve you Because you need the new and improved you to go into your next level. You can't put old wine in new wineskins. So you need the new and improved you to qualify to go into your new and improved season. Your season of grace and favor. And the Holy Spirit as well is given to push you. Sometimes we need a little push. We need a little nudging. Sometimes we need a swift kick. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is given to prompt, to promote, and to permit. Permit has reference to allow authorized to enable and to empower if we were to add on to this building then we would need a permit we need authorization to do some improvements we we need authorization to do some major major renovations i need you to get a revelation that the holy spirit is given to you as a permit to remodel your life, so that your life goes in your season of favor. The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you, following you right on into your next level. The Holy Spirit is given to you so that you have passion to fulfill your purpose. There's no way in the world that you should be satisfied not fulfilling your purpose. Purpose. When you're not fulfilling your purpose and you're not making strides towards your purpose, that's when you begin to feel discouraged. You begin to feel ill. You begin to feel despondent and discouraged and panicked and all of those things because purpose is big on the inside of you. Passion has reference to intensity and excitement. When you have a revelation that this is not your last station in life, you have a whole nother level this is not the end all of you this is the the launching pad for your next level then you just ought to start getting excited get excited because in this season God is going to raise people listen to me I'm prophesying God is going to raise people to use their wherewithal their influence their finances their resources to help take you to hallelujah to your next level God has a prepared person, a prepared plan to take you to your next level. And the thing of it is, it's only about 10 of y'all clapped. Because it doesn't even make sense to you. Because you know where you are in your station in life. But it doesn't have to make sense as long as it makes faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. And faith does not require any sense realm evidence at all. Come on, when Jesus laid his life down and picked it back up, he triggered something. He triggered something on the inside of us, and we became new men. We became new creations. The new creation man cannot be held to the old stuff. I'm busting out of my old stuff, and I'm walking boldly into my next level. Purpose has reference to your intention in life, your vision, your plan, your Blueprint. We had, I think, three or four or five weeks of a blueprint message. Go back to the blueprint. Revise it. Revisit it over and over and over. You should spend so much time looking at the canvas of your imagination until you see yourself there. You can smell it. You can taste it. And before you know it, you're walking in it. The Holy Spirit gives us astonishing ability to do it. Are you listening to me? And the Holy Spirit is giving us that ability anyhow, anyway, and he'll keep giving it to you again and again and again until you reach your destiny moment. I need you to get a revelation in here. Jesus told the disciples he hadn't even been gone for 50 days, but he told them, I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit. And he is going to give you all power, all power, power to overcome. Within 50 days, listen, they were just with Jesus at the table. They were just there at the last supper having fellowship with Jesus. But so much happened within that 50 days that Jesus said, you need power on the inside of you. How about us? We need power on the inside of us. Listen to me. I'm here to empower you past your last disappointment. God, I said something. Who am I talking to? I'm here to empower you past your last disappointment. That was not your station in life. It might have been a hiccup. But you get up, you dust yourself off, and you keep on fighting the good fight of faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. The Holy Spirit was sent to us from Jesus to be the continuity of the ministry of Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit within us is supposed to be just like Jesus walking alongside of us. So the continuation of the ministry of Jesus was given to us after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He went away to give us another comforter, one just like him in addition to him, the same in name, aim, and in purpose, the same in power, the same in mission to be filled big on the inside of us, to prompt us. Are you listening to me? To promote and to permit us to have passion for our purpose. Where is your passion? Don't let the last disappointment zap you of your passion for the purpose that God birthed you in the earth. God birthed you in the earth for a purpose and you need passion in order to fulfill it. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to live big inside of you to guide you into all truth all truth and all truth specifically about your life how to take your life to the next level the holy spirit was given to teach you all things to teach you everything that you need to know your college degree will not teach you everything that you need to know how many know you can have a degree and be an expert in that field you still going to learn some more things So the Holy Spirit is given to teach you all things. Listen to me right here. The Holy Spirit is given to help us in our weaknesses. Our weaknesses has reference to our frailties, our proclivities, the stuff that we like, the stuff that's hard to shake. But the Holy Spirit is given to help us. He's not going to do it for you. But he'll give you the power if you really want to be free, to whom the Son set free is free indeed. The Holy Spirit is given big on the inside of you to break free of the stuff that's stealing from your future. That's stealing from, there's stuff on the inside of us that's stealing from us. Get a revelation. You can holler better all day and night long, but if you have bitterness on the inside of you, it is short-circuiting your better. There are ways that are inside of you that are stealing from you. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. The Holy Spirit does not want to stand back and see your destiny, your purpose, destroyed. So he gives you an empowerment of strength to overcome. There's an empowerment for strength to overcome, which means you have to keep doing something. You can stay at a five-pound barbell forever if you want to, or you can graduate to the 10-pound. It won't be as easy, but if you keep on going, pretty soon you're going to be at 15, pretty soon 20. Come on, but it all depends on you. You can just keep on with the five pounds and it ain't even nothing anymore. It's like chewing bubble gum to you. Whereas sometimes you need that little resistance to push you, take it as the swift kick to get you into your. Next level. I'm still talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. And I'm taking my time with this lesson because I want to intelligently teach you who he is. He is not a thing. He is not an experience. And he is not tongues. Come on. That's not who he is. He's a comforter and an advocate, a teacher, a counselor, hallelujah, a helper, an intercessor, a strengthener, and a standby. He will lead and guide you into all truth. He'll give you power to get wealth. Come on, he'll give you an enablement to overcome with stuff that you like and stuff you know better than. Are you listening to me? I don't know why church people don't like to talk about overcoming. That's what we're supposed to do is talk about overcoming. And here's the deal everybody in this room got some overcoming to do. Nobody in here is perfect. Don't you believe the lie? Nobody is perfect. We all have areas that we're supposed to overcome in. The Holy Spirit is given as a person, the third person of the Holy Trinity. He has the same power that God has, the same power that Jesus has, the same power, big on the inside of you to empower you. He's the third person of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Anybody ever had a three-layer cake before? One layer might be chocolate. One layer might be red velvet. The other layer might be vanilla. It's all one cake. But each flavor, each one has a different flavor. Each one of the Holy Trinity has a different flavor that's going to work big in your life. The Holy Spirit is given as a gift from God to cause you to produce godly fruit. Fruit of the spirit according to Galatians chapter 5 verses 20 and 23 that's love joy peace kindness gentleness goodness which has reference to generosity in case you didn't know faithfulness patience and self-control self-control includes self-command which means you can command yourself to do stuff that you really don't feel like doing how many times have you commanded yourself to get up and go to work and get that dollar you didn't feel like it you didn't want to go you didn't hardly like the people you were working with but you commanded yourself to get up and go, and you went. Are you listening to me? So we have self-command in one area. We can have self-command in every area. Hallelujah, somebody. So when you're lacking or you're struggling in any of those areas of the fruit of the Spirit, then I need you to know that's just time for a refill. It's time for a refilling of the Holy Spirit. And there are numerous refillings, and there are different ways that we get refillings. We get refillings from the Holy Spirit by getting in the Word of God. You've got to study the Word of God. You've got to know what the Scripture says so that you know how to apply it in your life. Uh, Renee and I were talking the other day, and we remember back in the old church, whenever we were stressed out or whatever— We shouted when we were mad. We shouted when we were happy. We shouted when we were just shouting, just shouting, just shouting, just shouting, just shouting. Then you got to go back to your regular life and the problem is not solved. Come on, you gotta intelligently apply the ministry of the person of the Holy Spirit and it goes so far beyond shouting and dancing and speaking in tongues. Now, all of those things are great and I'm not dogging any of those things, but I'm trying to intelligently help us to understand the person of the Holy Spirit. I don't ever wanna reduce him just to a shout, just to a dance, just to speaking in tongues. I need to engage the power of the person of the Holy Spirit so that he can give me passion to fulfill my purpose are you listening to me the holy spirit also gives gifts or i like to say it this way gifts gifts when you receive a gift that means you don't have to work for it it's just yours it is given as a gift so the holy spirit who is a promise he gifts Gifts, which are manifestation or visible evidences of the Holy Spirit's presence, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, special faith, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. And he gifts those. So we have those gifts lying dormant on the inside of us. He's not going to give a gift and then take the gift back because you disappoint him you still got the same gift. Now you have to learn how to intelligently use the gifts. How do I use the gift of tongues and the gift of prophecy? How I've got to get in the word of God. I've got to understand that everything that I have need of is already in the word. So I not only have to read it, I have to listen to it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. God, I want to intelligently minister on the person of the Holy Spirit who is given to prompt and to promote and to permit you to have the passion necessary to take your life to the next level. You're in a kairos season. You're in a season of grace and favor. God is raising people to use their power might ability their influence and their resources to open doors that may have been shut for you he's raising up people to give you a yes where you have received no before when doors were slammed in your face he's raising up people to open doors and open windows and blow off the roof so the blessings of hallelujah so the blessings of god can overtake your life you're not at the last disappointment you're not stuck at your last dumb day it's time for you to shift into your next level allow the person of the holy spirit to lead and to guide you into all truth to empower you and to equip you to give you the giftings love joy peace so that the fruit of the spirit is evidenced in your life and so that you flow i said flow i said flow and the gift that God already put on the inside of you. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, special faith, working of miracles. Working of miracles. I always say that Betsy has the gift of working of miracles. Now, we think working of miracles is your leg grew out and your arm grew out and all of this and that. They are. But working of miracles is when people come with jacked-up credit. Now they're walking in home ownership. Are you listening to me these we we look at things only one way and we've got to look at things from the from the from every hand and every side of it are you listening to me when we begin to see things from God's perspective there's a passion that leaps big on the inside of us for purpose are you listening to me your purpose is not to eat sleep and die Your purpose is not to be sad and hurt and broke down and unlovable and inferior. That is not your purpose. All of those are hiccups and hindrances thrown in front of you to stop you. Are you listening to me? I think I used this example one other time. If your baby was in a burning house, do you care how many obstacles is in front of you getting into that house? If your baby, if something valuable to you is, is over there, you will go, you will crawl over glass, you will do whatever is necessary because your purpose is contingent upon it. You've got to have so much passion that even when your feelings are hurt, you still get up and you still fight the good fight of faith. You make it your business to forgive by faith, even though your little feelings are still hurt. You forgive by faith because I have passion for my purpose. You were not a mistake. You were not a happenstance. God saw you before the foundation of the world. He had a purpose, and he has not changed his mind about you. He has given you the person of the Holy Spirit to give you passion to fulfill your purpose. Are you listening to me? How many of us would do whatever is necessary for our child? Whatever is necessary. You would take food out of your own mouth for your child. You would do whatever is necessary. You would wrap paper towels around your body to clothe your child. You would do whatever is necessary for your child. Are you listening to me? God did whatever was necessary for his own child. He sent his son. He sent his son Jesus to lay his life down, pick his life up, and send back the person of the Holy Spirit for his own child. He was not willing to give up on you. When you had given up on yourself, God was not willing to give up on you. He has a prompting for your passion to fulfill your purpose from the person of the Holy Spirit get a revelation and I want you to go back to Thursday's message because I only have about three minutes left she said take my time this is a Cairo season it's time for you to shake yourself it's time for you to shake yourself stop looking at yourself and seeing nothing seeing something minimal and meager you gotta look at yourself and say I'm created in God's image and in God's likeness, God had a purpose on his mind when he created me. However, I was created, there was purpose beside it, behind it. And he has not changed his mind about you. Let Resur- Resur- Resurrection Sunday trigger you as your paradigm shift into your next level. Listen to me. If you don't believe in you, Who is? Why are you mad at other people for not believing in you when you don't believe in you? It's time for you to believe that everything that God put in the inside of you was for purpose. Okay, maybe you're like me. You're soft-hearted and sensitive, and you cry too much. But that's part of my purpose in the world, to have compassion on people, to see the value in people even when people don't see value in themselves so if I gotta be a crybaby for that then I'll just be a crybaby. but that gives me the passion to fulfill my purpose so let me run through my list really really quickly and then I want you to go back and get the revelation on yourself from the message on Sunday it's time for you to do some things again read the prefix re-means again and It means again, again and again and again until you accomplish it. When I was young a young married woman and I pastor Tim like that scratch cornbread, my mama and I'm talking about put a pinch of this and I, did, I, I didn't understand it. So I had so many failures trying to make that scratch cornbread. I would take that whole pan of cornbread and put it in the garbage. But I would try it again. I'd take a whole pan of corn I, until I mastered it. I did it again and again and again. I wanted to satisfy my man. I wanted to satisfy my husband. Likewise, don't you want to satisfy your God? Don't you want to satisfy your holy Father? To do things again and again and again until you master it. You've got to remind, re-meaning again. You've got to put back into your mind what God had taught. What is the last thing that you remi- That you know? You know? You know? You heard God said. Remind yourself of it. Put it back in your mind because God has not changed his mind about you. Remind yourself. Put it back in your mind, all of the benefits that Jesus gave to you. Not just one benefit of going to heaven, even though we jump up and down, and I thank God for that because that's major. That's major. Going to heaven, that's major. But he gave us other benefits, healing, wholeness, Soundness of mind, love, joy, peace, deliverance—nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken—and then you got to put back in your mind that the devil is a lie. When the devil said you can't do it, you won't make it. No, nobody like you. I, I can't get along with other women. No man will ever want me. No, way. that's all a lie. You got to remind yourself, put it back in your mind that the devil is a lie. He's a convincing liar, but he's a liar nonetheless then you have to recall remeaning again call it back call back to some things we've prophesied the things that passed around your life five years ago god is calling them back so you got to recall them too call back your peace call back your family call back your finances call back your ray work children call those things that are not as though they were how long you do that Until they become. Then you got to recollect or recollect, re-meaning again. Collect your thoughts. Collect good thoughts. Meditate on your good thoughts. Despise the old thoughts. Throw away your old thoughts and the the thoughts that are stealing from you, the ways that are stealing from you. And collect those things. Gather those things. Assemble those things that will take you to your next level. Uh, uh, Collect your integrity collect your honesty, collect your power, collect your voice, collect, recollect some things. And we recollect or recollect by meditating on the the word of God day and night, night and day. Then you got to renew, re-meaning again, make your mind new again. How do I make my mind new over and over again? I got to stay in the word of God. I can't live off a 1972 vacation Bible school because I forget You ever start trying to remember them songs and be like, you knew them, but you kind of forgot because you have gotten away from it so long. I have to make it new again. I've got to renovate and transform. I have to allow that transformation process in my life. When there's a renovation going on, that means there are some things that need to be knocked down and removed. When you renovate a house, sometimes you take out the old toilet and you renovate the new sink and you take some things away that will, will cause the value of the new home to lose value. So I don't need an old 1982 sink in there or a 1975 stove. When I'm renovating, I put a 2022 stove in there. Come on, we've got to take away some stuff that's stealing from us anyway are you listening to me the bible says that we can renew our mind be transformed by the renewing of your mind and this is takes transformation when i transform i'm never going back never going back never going back to the old things that i used to do you know why i've got the t-shirt the sun visor i got the stuff to i've got all the souvenirs my dumb day i don't need to revisit it ever again i just need to learn from it and never ever go back then you have to reset reset has reference to set again i use the uh example of gabe had broken his finger his finger is playing football with his older brother and his older brother's friend his whole finger was laid out to the side like that so his finger was not working properly it was out of place it was broken I took him to the doctor, and guess what? They didn't even amputate his finger. They still saw value in the finger that had been broken, that wasn't functioning properly. That didn't even look right, didn't even look like the other. It's The doctor still saw value, so he simply reset it. He reset it. He reset, reset. I know the devil has lied to you and told you you stick out like a sore thumb and you don't belong and nobody doesn't like you, blah, 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 blah. The devil is a lie. It's time to re- Reset reset your bones. Are you listening to me? Then you have to redo. Again, re-meaning again. Do over. God is giving you a do over. Okay, you might have messed up. You might have blundered. You might have made some mistakes and some missteps. But listen to me. God is not mad at you. There's nothing you could ever do to stop God from loving you. God is not mad at you. God is giving you a redo seize that redo and do it different this time okay i know we may have disappointed the grace of god in the past but lord if you give me another chance i will redo it better better and greater and then the final one is repeat don't repeat. Go back through those same lists. Go back through those same things and you keep revising it. You keep doing it over again and again and again. Anyhow and anyway because God has given you the person of the Holy Spirit to prompt you, to promote you, to permit you so that you have passion to fulfill your purpose in Jesus' name. Walk in this new season with boldness. Walk in it 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 with boldness. Walking Walk in it with boldness. In Jesus' name. If you don't know Jesus as the Lord of your life, come down to these. you to know that a destiny faith church we're more than a church we're a family